My loyal supporters, do I have something special just for you. Subscribe for five buckaroos and gain access to exclusive content, discounts on merch and products, live videos, and so much more. Y'all know I'm generous and I'm doing this just for you. Why? Because we've just leveled up and we've grown. And those of you who've been rocking and supporting me, I want to make sure that you know that I love you and I'm so grateful for you. Be sure to hit the link in the caption or bio or check me out at lasuperagent.com and hit subscribe as a loyal supporter. All right, all right, all right, all right. Happy Wednesday, indeed. It is that time for Ready, Set, Real Estate with yours truly, Lisa Puerto, or Lisa P, also known as Super Agent. I am your show host, creator, and founder of Ready, Set, Real Estate, and more importantly, the show that supports real estate literacy for the youth and young adults of our country. 
and beyond, I should say. We proudly support Real Estate 100 Youth Foundation, which is our country's first real estate-focused nonprofit for the youth and young adults, where we teach them real estate literacy, terms, concepts, and careers as an alternate pathway to success. Learn more at realestate100youth.org or you can use the bit.ly bit.ly link. I'll drop it in the comments below or above somewhere in the caption. Say hi, say hello. If you're new to me, welcome. Again, this show is featured on our radio podcast platforms, including Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Anchor, Stitcher, Breaker, CastBox, on and on and on. If you're listening to a radio podcast platform and you don't see Ready, Set, Real Estate there or LA Super Agent, let us know. Go ahead and send us an email at hello at readysetrealestateclub.com. That way we can make sure our team uploads us to a platform, a radio podcast platform near you. Ooh-wee. Ooh-wee, ooh-wee. Okay, I'm feeling fired up. I trust you are having an amazing, an amazing and phenomenal Wednesday. I've got um, a couple things that I've been working on. I, 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 gotta, I gotta show my shirt, you know, I'm, I'm wearing the navy blue with the red ready set real estate. And remember, anything you invest in me, a portion of those proceeds, supports Real Estate 100 Youth Foundation, where we continue to educate and share and bring awareness on real estate literacy. Okay. And today's topic, let me go ahead and highlight today's topic. But before I get into season four, episode six, that means we are uh, topping a total of, today would be episode 97 Uh, that I've broken up to now four seasons. Remember when I first started this, I went 50 seasons straight. (laughs) That was season one. (laughs) That's That's when you know you're learning and you just have this idea and you just jump in all willy nilly. And that's what I've been doing. And I've been improving as I go. I've been growing as I grow. And you've been growing with me. And so for those of you, shout out to our our loyal supporters who are subscribing. Those of you who are in in the industry professionals that are also jumping on and um, getting the trainings. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you wholeheartedly. Uh, It means a lot because, you know, what I do is really genuinely I want to see you learn this. I want to I want to be access to your top five. I want to be part of your top five and everything that I share is really what I learn and then I see happening and I feel like it's important for you to know what's happening uh, as well. Uniquely, uh, radio podcasting and vlogging or live videos uh, broadcasting allows us to bring people of color and, and I'm really honored to be one of very few women of color in this space and is going strong. So you all make this possible. And I just want to thank you wholeheartedly. Family and friends, love you, love you, love you for supporting my wild ideas. Continually supporting my wild ideas. And um, okay, so that's my thank yous, my gratitude. You know I have to be in that space and place before I jump in here. I actually want to announce a couple things. Uh, we are having tomorrow the live training happening at Southwest Escrow. 
that is solopreneur agents. What no one, what no one, what no one, say it again, what no one told you before you jumped into real estate. For those of you who are inquiring about jumping into the real estate business, I'm going to have this accessible to um, you as, uh, as part of the exclusive. So we're going to record this and I'll put it in our library for you to access the replay. If you can't make it on the live trainings, because I know I'm in the greater LA area, I'll be moving around, around and certainly be coming out to a state near you. That's certainly the goal. I, I have a goal to do that four times a year. So I want to do that on a quarterly basis where we're going to do the Ready, Set, Real Estate live broadcast in city states. Um, why not? Why not? So uh, because there's there's so much I'm observing. There's so many people I'm connected with. And that's why I think we can get it done. So if you are in the greater L.A. area, you don't want to miss this. Why? Because more importantly, let me see if I can throw this up here. More importantly, you don't want to miss this is because I'm actually going to be bringing, let's see if I can do that. Yeah, there it is. I'm going to be uh, offering this as a bonus for those who are registering. So register, I think I open, I left registration open till about 10 tomorrow morning. I'm going to throw in a mini training on using the Nextdoor app for lead generation, prospecting, um, adding to your book of business, creating relationships with people, to increase your sales and business, to increase your pipeline. Uh, I only did this training one time where I shared how I generated 78 leads from one post. I did not pay for it. I didn't sponsor it. I didn't boost it. It's just Lisa being Lisa. And I'm sharing with you how to do that using the Nextdoor app. So those who are attending tomorrow are actually going to get this as a bonus. Yeah, that's me clapping. I'm clapping on the live. <laughs> I'm going to do this and give you this as a bonus. So if you attend tomorrow, you're going once again, you're going to get the ready set real estate gems. Um, why? Because I generally want to see you win. So I had this wild idea. I'm going to run with it. And solopreneur agents is discussing the BS, the glorified BS in the industry that most people don't talk about until you jump in, you've paid thousands of dollars and you find out that it's not really what it's cut out to be. And it requires um, some some work from you, some commitment, consistency. And, uh, you know, because it it tends to still be cutthroat. And I and I know that just by the groups that I'm in, I'm in real estate groups. There's like 50 real estate groups. People have added me in. I think I voluntarily only joined one out of those 50. <laughs> But 50 real estate groups and a lot of them are cutthroat. And here's how I know why. Because they use the word competition. I'm looking at what my competitor is doing. So you have a mindset of, of lack. When you think competition, you have a lack mentality versus thinking abundance where you can learn how to bake your own pie, create your own opportunities. Rather, you're trying to get what they call that low hanging fruit. And you think competition. I'm in I'm in competition with no one. And I'm going to really expose that and give you a downloadable worksheet on how to calculate your bottom line when it comes to your commissions, the fees you pay, dues, E&O, uh, everything that's in a transaction where people think we're making thousands of dollars, which we are. But when you look at the bottom line, there's some things that are costing you that no one tells you about. 
So I'll be covering the top five things that are costing you in tomorrow's presentation. You don't want to miss this if you're an industry professional. If you are, if you work with realtors or real estate professionals, tell them to come on out and get some of this info because they get caught up in these companies and they miss out on the opportunity to learn what's out there uh, because they only know one way. They only know one thing. I just want to expand the mind just a little bit because most people don't realize until it's late and it's cost them thousands and thousands of dollars that it was costing them thousands and thousands of dollars. So I went ahead and shed the blood, sweat and tears for you, for you. And I'm going to share that with you. So that's what's happening on July 11th. Okay. So that's a good one. With that being said, I want to do one more announcement before we jump into today's uh, episode. I want to discuss, I will be sharing um, the how to podcast. Let me do it this way. How to podcast is happening on August 8th. This is going to be live training as well. I'm going to show you how to podcast for real estate professionals. If you're an entrepreneur and you're local in the area, you're welcome to come. If you're a contractor, your your vendor affiliate come on out real estate industry professionals when i say real estate professional i'm not talking about realtors or agents or brokers i'm talking about the industry that means the escrow officer the title rep the inspector the appraiser the lender the contractor you get my rift you, you get my drift right so if you are in real estate you have something to do with real estate come on out to this training as part of Ready Set Real Estate's uh, monthly presentations held at Southwest Escrow, how to podcast your voice, your real estate insights. Going to show you how to create your own podcast and monetize your podcast. All right, and it's not going to cost you thousands of dollars, believe it or not. It's just twenty-five bucks, and I'm put you on game. The money you make is going to—it's just going to be. I mean, that investment is like a small investment for what I know other people are charging out here for that. But again, goes to show you, I want you to win. I want to see more of you sharing your voice, your insight, your experience, because your tribe is waiting for you. Your tribe is waiting for you. Okay, that's it. With uh, That's it as far as the announcements go. So with that being said, today, let me take, let me take a breather. Let me take a breather. You see how I jumped on here? I get ready to go, y'all. Like, woo, I get ready to go in. Season four, episode six, 44% of homeowners regret purchasing. If you're live on the live, say hi, say hello, drop a comment down below. I'd love your feedback. If you are in the real estate industry, I'll be, you're an existing owner or you're thinking about jumping in the game. Uh, did you know that 44% of homeowners regret purchasing? And more, if I take that statistic a little bit further, 63% of millennials regret purchasing. Uh, that was real, you know, I track news on millennials and, it, you know, it's one of those it takes one to know one. And it, the millennial generation is actually split into two groups. So you have those that are the, um, like the elite or the Uber, you know, the, the echelon class, and then you have a different class. Um, and it's just really interesting to, 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 to see and hear the perspectives and just watch how they're spending their money, investing, they're growing, they're innovating, they're trailblazing or trend setting 
or leading the masses in a different direction. So when I see news attached to what they're doing, um, I pay attention. Why? Because this uh, this group is now aging, right? This group is now aging into responsibility. Uh, that quote unquote adulting. <laughs> that it's funny that we even have this term adulting right now. But the adulting is what's happening with this group. But this is really the general population. So this is everyone put together that is not um, quote unquote a millennial. Because again, it was 63% of millennials that actually regret purchasing, but 44% of homeowners regret purchasing. And I wanted to make that a, a key topic of the show because that's not something you're going to hear from a real estate professional. Uh, for those of you who are new to me, I am Lisa Puerto. I'm an active licensed California real estate professional. I opened up the show with uh, just a snippet that I'm creator founder of this show and Real Estate 100 Youth Foundation, which is um, where we support real estate literacy. Ready, Say Real Estate is also that. This is the avenue in which I get to reach the masses who are not typically the children, but the children get to watch this show and they also get to meet the industry professionals that are working in the business that would might that might inspire some interest in them for them to also pursue a career in this business that is outside of the real estate sales professional, right? Um, so I wanted to come on in here and discuss this. And with that being said, I want to, you're going to have to, yep. lure that or you got, you got to leave. You know I'm a mompreneur, so <clears throat> Lathan's Lathan's my my um my my assistant producer uh, today, and as my assistant producer, he's got to be aware that we're recording on the live and we can't have background sounds, right, son? Yeah. Okay, cool. So, <clears throat> with that being said, forty-four percent of homeowners regret purchasing. And I thought that that is a high number. When you think about we're 6% shy of being one out of every one out of two people are regretting making a real estate purchase. And here's what came up. And this, I think this fits well with the segment that we've been continuing as part of season four, which I am coming on and kind of uncovering the experience and the process of buying and how to get from point A to B to C and D and so forth. And with that being said, this is why it's that much more important. This is why it is that much more important to discuss what happens in a real estate transaction. Who are the key players? Because the, 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 the information that I'm reading, there was a Forbes article that was a uh, commentary that was reached, uh, posted yesterday, day before yesterday, that also shared that people are complaining that there are too many people in a real estate transaction, too many players. Uh, if that were, I think if people understood all the key players, it wouldn't be seen as too many people. And so that responsibility and that onus is on us. Again, educating, 
educating. And I keep hearing this more and more and more as I get out here unapologetically. I just met with a FSBO, that's a FSBO. If you're one of the youth in my summer program that we're having at Youth United uh, Academic Enrichment Center here in the greater LA area, you would know what FSBO means. And I am saying FSBO, FSBO stands for for sale by owner. So I just met an investor uh, who's selling his own property. It's a FSBO. And, you know, one of the things that he mentioned was, you know, the flat fee brokerages. And he preferred not to work with an agent, but he was willing to pay a buyer's agency commission. And I think from a standpoint of where someone's experienced that works well, but it's not something I recommend for those of you who are not experienced, because if you don't know what to expect, you don't know whether the, the other party is truly uh, representing your best interests. And they don't owe that to you if they're not a real estate professional. Real estate professionals are bound by the state and we hold fiduciary duty as licensees of the state. And so I was sharing with him how I unapologetically get rid of the garbage in the industry. And it was funny because I was kind of talking about some of the, some of my transactions that I forced and litigious and all this other stuff. He says, man, he says, you really know a lot. Were you a paralegal? He said, did you have, do you have paralegal experience? And so I, I said, no, although it was a childhood dream of mine to be an attorney, I, end up finding out there was X more years of schooling that I didn't want to do because believe it or not, Lisa didn't really like school, but I was top of my class. And it was because this, it was something that I knew I had to do, right? So if I might as well be in school, and this is my mind, this is so funny, so telling of myself, this is how my mind operates. If I'm going to be, if I'm going to do it, I might as well do it at my best, right? If I'm going to be in school, and this is how I performed at my best, I was a straight A student. Uh, if I was an athlete, if I'm going to be playing sports, basketball, soccer, volleyball, whatever I played, baseball, I was going to be my best. And same goes with real estate. If I'm going to be in this industry, I'm going to be super agent. Ah, you thought I was gonna see my best. I'm going to be super agent. So I had the audacity to apply for the trademark and was awarded. I was, it's funny because I see people using super agent uh, all willy nilly here and there. And um, one thing a billionaire has taught me, and, and, I'm, and this is advice to you and people you know who are, who are infringing on my trademark. A billionaire had shared this with me. A billionaire has shared this with me. He said, we don't sue people that can't pay us. We don't sue people that cannot pay us. And he's got a million dollar something worth patent. And that was something that stuck out to me because I said, here's, he's got rights to file infringement trademarks left and right. But he says, nope, don't waste your time and money on people who don't have money to pay you <laughs> when they're infringing on your mark. So lesson learned. So thank you for those of you who are catching that, recognizing it, tagging me and sending me the messages. I definitely have my team. We keep an eye on it because if they scale to the point where they're making money off my mark, um, my legal team and I will be pursuing 
um, our, our rightful dues. So full disclaimer, that was a full disclaimer on my super agent trademark. Cause you guys think, <laughs> you know, I, I, it's funny cause I, I see people using it all willy nilly. I don't, that must be the phrase of the day, all willy nilly. <laughs> phrase of the day, all willy nilly. So with that being said, let's get back to this. That 44% regret purchasing a home. And I'm going to cover some top reasons as to why that may be. Um, I, I think I think it's classic because it's the common one, it's the common reasons that people come find an issue when they're dealing with us in business. When I say us, I say the industry professionals. And it just, it happens because there's um, close to half a million real estate professionals, or I should say licensees. There's over half a million licensees across the country. And you only have about 20% that are actually producing and doing business. The challenge with that, now, now hear me out, because I'm tying this into how we have 44% of homeowners regretting their purchase. This is very tied, this is tied to the real estate professionals. When I say real estate professionals, I'm going to now call it industry professionals, just so that you guys don't confuse it or try to make it sound like I'm being ex that I'm exclusively referring to the agent or the realtor professional. I'm referring to everybody in this industry. And with having so many licensees and only 20% of the business being done by those licensees, you have 80% that are not active. They're not staying up to breast. Um, and when I say up to breast, they're not up to date on contracts and changes. This industry literally changes once a month, if not every two weeks. And when I say every two weeks, I was really happy to hear a complaint I made with the Department of Real Estate. I wasn't the Department of Real Estate. I called the California Association of Realtors attorney. We have access to a legal, a legal team and I have been having qualms and complaints about this thing called cross-qualification. I did a show on that last year. That's part of season three. You wanna check that out where I called, where we talked about cross-qualification and the liability that the listing agent is opening themselves to when they request, require cross-qualification. And I'm bringing this up because as part of my complaint and also wanting to understand it, what's happening and what can be done about it. I got some great advice that I'm not going to share here. That's for the exclusive group who gets on strategy and negotiation. That's for our supporters and those who are part of, you know, part of the club. Um, but lo and behold, the real estate bulletin from the Department of Real Estate was released this for this uh, summer bulletin and they talked about it. And I guarantee you very few agents are even reading their department uh, bulletins, their real estate, their state real estate bulletins. And it's important because it gives you up to date news on th things that are changing, laws and bills that are going into effect. And because this is such a litigious industry, meaning it's a sue happy industry. People have grounds because it's contracts. It's contracts. Contracts are involved. Material um, effects are involved. Uh, meaning um, if we know something would impact, would affect the material condition 
of the property or would have an effect on the purchase or the buyer wanting to move forward with that purchase if they were if they knew of certain things and we call that that comes under the form of disclosures so as i'm giving you the whole picture right over half a million so there's 500 that 500,000 plus agents across the country and counting and some of them are just licensees they're not actively in business for whatever reason, you know, and I'm not knocking it. This is why I'm doing solopreneur agents. What no one told you about real estate before you jumped in is because I want to support the professional that really desires to be in this and they know they want to do this, but they need some help. They don't know who to go to because um, I get it. I hear it all the time. I'm 13 years in this business, 2000 and it's 2019 and I'm still hearing the same thing people were saying 10 years ago and people who have been in the industry longer than me have been saying the same thing. People are holding on to information. Why? Because that's a lack mentality. And if you are someone who's tuning in right now and you're listening and you have found yourself guilty of this, you don't want to share because of lack mentality. There's a difference between sharing and then saying, hey, you have to pay me. I get it. I get it. There's, But set yourself up for consulting if that's the case. Set yourself up for consulting if that's the case and let people know up front. And it's very far in between that you'll find someone who's willing like this, like a show as this, that will share insights and give you the raw and uncut. I do it because I'm I have frankly just been over being sold to and sold to and sold to with nothing of value nothing of value truly being offered people just trying to get paid so from an industry perspective because i'm leading up to the answer you may say to me lisa all right get to the point no you won't <laughs> because i'm giving you the insights i'm giving you to true insights of what it looks when you pull the curtain back and you see the oz back there working the machine I'm giving you the insights, pull the curtain back and see who's really working the machine. And if you attended the last presentation we did on Ready, Set, Real Estate, you would have learned there are five major holding real estate holding companies in the United States that controls all the real estate brokerages with the exception of independent companies. So for those of you who are raw rawing and you know, you're with Remax and C21 and all these other fancy companies, Berkshire, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> You're all owned by the same company, which now says to me, it fascinates me because they've come up with their business models and they've, they'll sell you a different model under a different branch. Ooh, that's for tomorrow. I'm not going to go. Ooh, I'm going to save that. Oh, I'm going to save that. That's for tomorrow. <laughs> Okay, that's for tomorrow. But I bring that to, to, to make a point. When you're on the consumer side or the prosumer, as I like to call you, which means you're producing and consuming, from the prosumer side and you're doing business and you are transacting in real estate for the first time and you come across industry professionals, the part of them regretting the answer as to why 44% of people were regretting their purchase were because of a couple reasons. <clears throat> One, namely, 
no one explained to them the post closing costs involved with the upkeep of the property. In short, maintenance. You should be factoring maintenance annually at 5% of your purchase price. That should be maintenance and expenses or what we call expenditures. <clears throat> Un unforeseen, you know, water heater goes out, uh, something with the, with the pipe or the sewer line, the roof, do you have to replace the roof? What's your lifeline on the roof? This is why when you do your inspections, it's important to uh, maybe go further and take it one step further and, and invest in a specialty inspection. As a matter of fact, I was just on with one of my inspection affiliates that will be doing a presentation for us as part of our home buyer series that we'll be launching. I'm really excited about that because Lisa, Lisa has not ever done a home buyer series. Um, most people like to do workshops and that's cool. I think buyers need more than just a one one time workshop for two hours and we're gonna jam pack all this information like a jack, like a drill. And you're trying to drill all this information into their head and they have no concept of real estate except for you talking to them for two hours about what they need for the financing, down payment and closing caution, out of pocket and inspections and the timelines and the contracts and closing and walkthroughs and contingencies and conditions. What? Don't do that. I'm saying to you as an industry professional, if you're listening to me right now and you just heard me say that, I said it in a way so that you understand you are doing people a disservice by trying to give them all that information in a one-time workshop. So go ahead and, um, you know, borrow my model. Borrow my model when you see me launch it because I don't, I haven't seen anyone do it, but I'm, I'm deciding to do it in the form of a buyer series. And we're going to do it as, as a six part buyer series and really excited about that. Uh, where we're going to uh, have, have our buyers graduate. We're going to have our first group of buyers graduate through that and really take them from start to finish, start, you know, middle and ending and post closing, because that's where my team, we prove our value is after, after the transaction. That is part of our business model. So really, really important. Okay. So it's the maintenance is one of the, one of the challenges. Property maintenance is one of the things that people regret because no one explained that to them. Here's the second thing. And I covered it on the last show, but it's okay. Cause I can repeat these things because when I come on, you're going to remember one or two things and I'm okay with that. As long as you learn some one new thing with each segment, I'm okay with that. And so the next thing is this thing we call uh, uh, the supplemental property tax bill. Some of them, I just met with some of my clients and they say, oh yeah, I just got that. What was that about? And I said, remember when you signed, and I, I don't mean remember disrespectfully, but I like to remind them at the closing table, and this is why post-transaction service is important. And it's only offered um, as part of our business model and what we do for our clients is we help support them after the deal is closed. So going beyond the bottle of Moet and all the pretty flowers and cakes or whatever you do for your clients. Most of my clients are getting a lot more than that and they know that. And some of my clients, I tell them straight up, I'm not getting you a bottle of Moet. You're not going to get cake from me. You're not gonna get flowers and you're not even gonna get a thank you card. 
Why? Because most of my clients are getting something much more tremendous value. And that is for them to share with you what that what that is. Um, if they so choose to disclose, sometimes I ask them not to disclose because it's different for each client and it's part of the transaction. Um, it's built into the transaction. It's what I do as a service. So that's just creating loyalty for life. And this is why when I see 44% of homeowners are regret purchasing, I could see where the, where the ball was dropped because the education did not happen before, during, and after. The education didn't continue. Um, typically, most people, and this is where, uh, where new business comes from for real estate professionals, even though a client may have sold their, bought a home with another agent, there's, uh, I forget what the statistic is, I'll have it for tomorrow, but they actually won't use that same agent again because it's that one and done. There are agents in here that don't have what we call a CRM. They don't have a database to keep track and follow up with their clients. Uh, shout out to my client, Lamberto. Uh, I connected with him recently and I apologize because I, I had been disconnected, but you know, I'll be getting with him pretty soon this weekend and you know, been a client for now 13 years. Um, he was in my very early career and still in the same place. He knows I'm here for him. I'm the go-to person. I'm part of the team. Can your client say that about you? How do you establish that? I'll be talking about that tomorrow during our presentation. But this goes hand in hand with what we're discussing today. You have homeowners that are regretting their purchase. Um, again, I'm gonna sh I want to share when when you do the education and you allow someone to make an informed, intelligent decision now based on having the information they, they need in order to make that decision, you now are the superhero, right? You're the super agent. You're giving them that ability to make them feel more confident and more empowered to move forward in that transaction. And that is key and that is important. With that being said, shout out to uh, Miss Jackson. She gave Hugh and I out, um, uh, tomatoes out of her out of her garden from her her new home that she purchased through us, and again, I mean she and she blessed me and said a prayer for me. I talked to her the other day. So again, I'm checking in. You know, I want to check in with my clients. Do are they having those experiences? And none of my clients are on that. You know, I'm looking at these numbers and I say, oh my gosh, they're regret regretting. So if you have more and more people regretting, because that's 44 percent of homeowners, that's a high number. If that many people regretting, we now have to ask ourselves as industry professionals, what are we not doing? What are we not doing? And there's a couple things I see happening. Treating people transactionally. Just, you know, that one time transaction and that's it, one and done, and you move on. Treating people like a paycheck because you're either starved for money, you don't have money, it's tough and you really need to close a deal. So you're no longer thinking in their best interest, you're thinking in your own interest because oftentimes you've already spent the money before it's even hit your bank account. And sometimes agents advance their commissions before the deals even close, which is not something I recommend because uh, escrows do fall out. Um, issues come up with the title where they pull the recording I had a great presentation and I attended a, a training on title and the preliminary report that was just solid information. I do, excuse me, I do this. So I, my game is on point 
because again, I know what's involved. This is people's most single largest investment that they will make in their life. And I have different, I have different programs for seller clients. I'll be their first time repeat or a seasoned investor developer. I have different programs and options in how we service them. Cause some will do it one time. That's it. And that's fine. I've had clients who, who go through it and they say, Oh my gosh, I'm extremely happy. And they're good. They don't have any intention of buying more property. But does that mean that I'm, I'm done with that? Absolutely not. I continue to offer value and service. So this is how we make sure we are not having such a high number of people regretting is the education has to happen. It needs to continue all the time and providing a valuable service. When we move away from being transactional to being service-based, I think we'll start to impact this percentage of homeowners who are regretting. Why? Because they will have information that they need to decide whether home ownership is in their best interest. And I have to say that, which is why I say this all the time. Listen to what I say. Real estate literacy. I'm an advocate of real estate literacy. I'm going to be very clear right now. And I've said it before on my other platforms, even as a real estate professional because I know I work with various clients at various times in their lives that require my service and I offer various services. I'm a real estate literacy advocate. I'm not a home ownership advocate. Why is there a difference? Why is there a difference? Because there are people who don't want to be homeowners and you as an industry professional who throw stones and cast judgment you are locking yourself out of future and potential business with working with that person who says, I don't personally want to buy real estate or own real estate, but I may have family and friends who are. But if you throw the, the first stone, guess what? You've just talked yourself out of business because you're not being an advocate and respecting that person's position. So this is why I say we've got to be sensitive to this. And you'd be amazed where I learned that from. I'm going to get ready to wrap this up. You'll be amazed where I learned this from. Children, teaching children has allowed me to be a lot more sensitive to the words that I am using and how I'm expressing and describing real estate business and the real estate industry as a whole. Why? Because the first thing kids say to me, I don't want to be a real estate agent. I don't want to own real estate. I don't want to buy a house and that's okay. Cause that's what I say to them. That's okay. Now that you have the information, I rather you make that decision based on knowing versus not knowing. Cause I say to them, I've met adults in their forties and fifties who wish they knew this information very early on because then they would have attempted it. If they knew there were options as DPA, right? DPAs down payment assistance programs, or if they knew there was the VA loan, uh, loan options for military families who are eligible. Uh, if they knew that they could buy agriculture and farmland and the USDA has programs for that. If they knew, I would rather them make that decision based on knowing versus not knowing. And this goes back into full circle with this topic today that 44% of homeowners regret purchasing. If we are more advocates of the literacy of real estate, and I'm not talking about financial literacy, that is a whole different thing 
for me. I don't go into talking about a savings, balancing checkbook and all that other stuff, investments and diversifying and all that other stuff that is wrapped up in financial literacy. I'm discussing the beast of real estate literacy because the beast of real estate literacy is a beast in itself. And I have to say it like that because this industry is no joke. This is why I say this glorified BS that people are like, oh yeah, I want to get into real estate. And then the people that have read our book, um, real, um, real Estate 100, the teen and investment blueprint, when they read it and learn it and find out what's involved with tenants, maintenance, cash on cash return on investment, cash flow expenditures, factor in, uh, vacancy factors, all this vacancy rates and et cetera, when they find out how much more is involved in real estate, they say, nah, actually, no, nah, I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want tenants. I just met, I met with a client of FISBO. He was sell, selling his commercial property and he, he just listening to an elder, listening to an elder share something to me with me on, on tenants because he has a portfolio of commercial buildings. And this is what he said to me. I said, so, you know, why not multifamily? He said, I used to do multifamily. He said, I bought, I had a multi multifamily building. He said, I went to collect the rent. It was past due. And I walked in, he said, and the tenant held a gun to the back of my head. He said, the tenant held a gun to the back of his head. And he, as the owner, was there to say, what's going on with the rent? Hey, the rent is due. And he said, hey, uh, you know, it's cool. It's cool. I I'll get out of here. And he left. He ended up coming back on another incident with the same scenario and the dog, they unleashed, a, I think it was a German shepherd they had, they unleashed the dog at him. The dog went to attack him. He had a pocket knife with him and he stuck the, do he stuck the dog. In that, in the dog attempting to attack him or did attack him, he ended up killing the dog. Um, and when, they left. I mean, they, of course, they were like, what do you killed our dog? He said, well, your dog attacked me in self-defense. We can call the cops, et cetera, et cetera. The good, bad and the ugly and the raw uncut. You just, this is what real estate is. See, the glorified BS is what you hear about cash flow. But when you're dealing and you're messing with the lion's den, which is why I prepare my clients. This is why we did the webinar and selling and buying tenant occupied properties, because these are the things people are not going to tell you. There are very few people I see on social media talking about tenants and dealing with people who don't pay, who may not be the best tenants or residents in a property um, that may run, um, uh, they may rent illegal operations out of your buildings. And now the city's finding you, the city's coming out um, after you, the police has flagged your property. This is real life. This is the part of the business that we, we get involved in. We at times risk our own lives to go confront tenants if you're managing a property on behalf of an owner in the terms of doing tenant uh, tenant management, property management, excuse me. This is the this is again what you won't hear. But people are doing this glorified, the, the glorified BS of the business. And this is why. Thankfully, I have this platform to share this with you. So as he shared that with me, he said, after that, um, he said, I eventually got them out. They spray painted my wall. They put a cement down my pipes. They destroyed his property, he said I was done. 
I didn't want to deal with tenants anymore. And he moved into commercial. Now he said, here's what, what's amazing with commercial tenants. He says, they pay for everything. They fix everything. And I get my money on time. And I said, wow, he's so right. Right then there, he showed me an envelope. He said, look, my tenant, and he was renting to a church, a, a spiritual uh, organization. And he said, "There's here's, here's, my, here's my check. Here's my money for the rent. I don't have to, I don't, I just came and pick it up. They're maintaining the place. They're taking their care, care of everything. Um, and I don't have to deal with the stressors of what I used to go through. So those things are, you've got to keep in mind. If you missed that, that is also available at lasuperagent.com. Check out selling and buying tenant occupied properties. Um, very important, especially because rent control is, um, growing in awareness and shifting the industry as we speak. New York just overhauled their rent control in about um, 20 years. Uh, Culver City is now enacting rent control as part of the Los Angeles County rent control moratorium. Rent control, um, also rent increase has went from 3% to 4% is the new cap, by the way. So I, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm gonna share those gems with you. I'm just gonna drop, those are freebies. So, all right, the lives are always a good time. You know, when I'm on here live, you get your questions answered. Um, let me put my glasses on. Do you have any comments or questions? Drop them down below before I wrap this up. But again, I think I wanted to come on, not that I think, I wanted to make a point and come on and discuss uh, this, this statistic here that I see that 44% of homeowners regret purchasing. And why is that? What is your responsibility as a professional to your clients and to this industry. I'm completely unapologetic about get, getting rid of the garbage. If the shoe fits, then wear it. If it doesn't apply, let it fly. <laughs> All right, y'all, I'm gonna get ready to wrap this up. This was really fun today. This was really fun. We had uh, really great gems. Remember. Check out the Ready, Set, Real Estate calendar. I'll drop the bit.ly link. It's um, uh, calendar VIP, bit.ly slash calendar VIP. Subscribe to the real estate calendar because uh, that's how, you, how best you can keep track of the show, um, when there's going to be a show, which is every Wednesdays. Notice I've changed it to on demand. I used to be consistent on doing it every Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific time. I'm now adjusting my schedule because I'm doing a lot more um, trainings and business and different things are happening. So I've had to alleviate the stress of me trying to come on every day at 11. And now I do it on demand because most of you are chiming in on the replay and the radio podcast anyway. And that's the beautiful thing about uh, the technologies moved us in that direction that you can chime in on demand. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for those of you who are subscribing as loyal supporters for just five bucks a month. You get access to the insights and the stuff that I'm going to go deep on in our exclusive um, where I won't do it on the public platform. And for those of you who have been asking me about market shifts, market updates, uh, there's a couple of things happening that you should be paying attention to. Um, well, actually, let me say this. You wouldn't know what to pay attention to. And that's what my 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 job is. I, I want to bring to your attention. So let me say this. Um, the FHA guidelines are, are changing. Freddie and Fannie Mae have changed, changed their underwriting guidelines. 
meaning it is now becoming more difficult to get approved for home loans with uh, those with lower credit scores. And basically, if your uh, financial profile is not clear and cut, they like the clean and black and white, as we like to say, uh, if it's not in that way or presented in that light, they're not likely going to approve you for a home loan. But that comes also at the same time with interest rates lowering. So interest rates are lowering and they're projected to go lower, but also, <laughs> he says, I'll let that one fly. You got it, cousin, you got it. <laughs> and uh, with interest rates uh, projected to go lower, uh, also pay attention to international banking policies with New Zealand enacting a Bank Protection Act, which they have not done before. And I say that in the breath of remember, or if you not remember, but let's recall the 2008 financial housing, housing crisis. Uh, it didn't happen and it didn't start in the United States. It started offshores. Uh, the financial crisis started in Iceland and it started to have this trickle effect. So it's good to pay attention to international real estate, international news. That's what I, I market watch because then as a global economy, especially US being one of those global players, when you see these, this trickling effect happening outside, um, then we start, we start to have an implode effect here. Okay. Because everybody's got some, you know, everybody's got something at stake uh, with all these respective countries. When we talk about this thing called currency. All right. I don't mean to be so animated. My hands are moving out a lot. <laughs> and I'm just feeling so funny today. But I'm in a great mood and I'm really excited about tomorrow, which is our next live presentation, Solopreneur Agents, what no one told you before you jumped into real estate. You heard a snippet of what, uh, what is to come for tomorrow, which is uncovering the glorified BS of the real estate industry. I want to see you win. So you, I will be gifting you a bonus workshop, a mini uh, training on using the Nextdoor app so you can jumpstart your business. And, and the Nextdoor app is a bonus, which means nothing extra and you can win on this app for free it doesn't cost you it's like it's it's a distribution channel like instagram youtube facebook twitter uh linkedin next door app these are great distribution channels to get yourself out there all right that is my time with that being said uh have a powerful and productive week i'll see you next wednesday as we continue our series on ready set really